Good morning. Welcome to Incredible Conversations with your host, Isabel Wellman, where incredible discoveries are already within you. This fine morning, I'm staring out the window and it's it's 8.22 and it feels like it's about just turned 7 with the daylight I'm seeing. It's a little clear, a little cloudy. The air is crisp and it's cool. And the force is holding this very surreal ambiance. Almost like there's something mystical or magical in the air today. And that is quite literally what it what is going on, because in the astrology world we have a Gemini, Libra combination, or two air signs, so to say. So there's a lot of chitter-chatter happening. We might feel it an an impulse to speak our minds, speak words, to chat away, to call that friend we haven't talked to in a while, to let our ideas run wild, for our imagination and our creative flow to effortlessly come out of us, whether that's poetry or in song or some kind of movement with the body. However, we must be careful when it's this double air power floating around because we can oftentimes be drawn to the the ego side of that with the talking of other people when they're not in the room. We got to be careful of this because... Everyone can feel that energy. Whenever you speak poorly of someone or of someone when they're not around that isn't in the best interest of them, that energy is being sent to them. I felt this when I was driving to Canada alone. I had told everyone about it, and I almost regret that decision because I could feel the weight of everyone's worries on my body as I was crossing the border into Canada, trying to maneuver through different hotels and the different stops that I was required to make by Canada uh, just due to COVID, which is completely, I understood. Didn't want to understand, but I did. And when I got to Alaska, when I got home, I was able to actually be home alone for a couple hours before Dan got off work, but wow, I just felt the drop of everyone's expectations and worries and concerns fly off my body and out into the sweet Alaskan abyss that is (laughs) nothing but trees and animals, which is amazing. But take that into consideration. Remember that every time you speak, whether that be negatively or positively, you're speaking in someone's best interest, it's being sent to them. They can feel that. If you have a hunch that someone somewhere is saying words about you and you get a certain emotion or feeling towards that in your body, you're probably correct. You're probably... To- or, um, what's the word? You're probably tapping in to that energy field, that what you're receiving, what is being sent out. So let's be careful and mindful of that today. 
On this episode, I want to address a really important matter about defining success and what the difference is between people who are successful and who fail to be successful. And it really comes down to one really big thing. And that's the process. It is enjoying the process. Deliberately harnessing fun and passion and cultivating a love for what you are doing. Because if you love what you're doing, you're going to want to dive in and refine every little piece. It's kind of like a car mechanic. They see a car and... I mean, I don't know what their brain would do. I feel like it'd go crazy Einstein with it. But there's so many different aspects to that motor, to that engine, to the alternator, to the battery, to the little cylinders and wheel belts and all the little gaskets and hoses and sparks and fluids. It's wild in there. Cars are magnificent creations. And they allow us to do so much. But think about... Whoever created that and whoever had to start working on these motors and where does their mind go? What's one, two, three? A, B, C. What do I need to look into first? What about second? Okay, now I need to go to this. And you're jumping around and you're only able to jump around unknowingly-ish when you have a drive or a passion for whatever you're trying to refine, whatever you're trying to investigate or to dive into. Whereas people who are a little bit less successful or have an idea and they make that first step and then they put in maybe a week or two of work and they're like, yeah, this is great. This is, this is going exactly how I want. But then all of a sudden... Week two and a half, three comes around and they're starting to, to, to lean away. It gets a little tougher. That, it, that first-hand enjoyment starts to slip out of their minds. They start to see the work. They start to see that contrast. They start to see a little bit of growth, a little bit of an obstacle that they have to get around. And now this task that we've set up, that was really fun and our passion and we could see from start to finish exactly how it was going to go and what was going to come into our lives from it and how we were going to manifest our dreams based off of what we were going to do doesn't allow our brains to stay on that path because we've lost interest or We aren't seeing the value of working hard like that anymore because we're not having fun. Whenever I teach skiing, the first thing I ever tell my class is, we're going to have fun. If you're not having fun, we're wasting both of our times. Because if you're not having fun, I'm probably not having fun either. And that's the basis of learning. You have to be able to have fun when you're doing it and to enjoy it and to truly 
and uh, the process is what matters. It's like the journey. It's the learning. It's the the nitpickiness. It's our our deliberate, conscious stream of okay. I just did this. All right, I'm gonna let that happen. What's something I can do right now next that could help me organize or help me get a little bit more detailed or what could make this a little bit more seamless? What about a little bit more? aesthetically pleasing. Sorry about that. What about something that's going to let me communicate a little bit easier? And sure, some of this is going to look different based on whatever we're working on, whatever kind of business we have, or whatever kind of little side hustle we got going on, or even with schooling. If you're brushing your teeth, sometimes we can go, ah, I'm already in bed. I'm pretty tired. I really don't want to go back downstairs and put toothpaste on this little brush and polish my teeth off. I'm just going to go to bed. Think about that. You just neglected, one, your health. Two, you chose to be a little bit on the lazier side versus get up, brush your teeth, do yourself a service, do your mouth a service, which is going to, you know, lead down to your body getting a service because all the bacteria and the germs that get created in the mouth over a time's or a day's time they're just gonna fester in there all night long if you think about little green if you think about bacteria as like little green boogers or men just kind of hanging out and they're spitting chew and they're smoking some cigarettes it's like, oh, I need to go brush my teeth right now because this is going to get real nasty real quick and I cannot handle that. A little bit of an aggressive image maybe for the, the morning hours. But if you can think about it in those terms where you're doing yourself a disservice by not going ahead and getting up and brushing those teeth and making this mundane, everyday obstacle fun or worthwhile or with a different perspective you're going to lean more towards the lazy side so to say and this this can also go with with school you start school you start a degree it's a long-term project well anything long term we typically get bored with because it's we get into a routine. That's life. Life is full of routines. You wake up, you go to bed. That's a routine. You go to school from kindergarten to 12th grade. That's a routine. You go to college, maybe. Or you do a trade job. You have to do so many hours to become an electrician. You might get a little bored or it might be a little tedious. But everything that is a routine that takes time, it is worth it. And it is worth your own time, your own value, your own commitment to make it valuable in return, to make it exciting in return, to be enthusiastic about it every day, in and out, in return, because it's serving you. And it all boils down to changing our perspective. And another little bit I want to say, a quote I really like, I um, heard it from a yoga teacher that I'm. Oh, I've just I've been inspired with with day one. Her name is Hannah. She used to be Gypsy on on Instagram. Great, great 
empowerment single woman who's a little bit closer into her 30s, 40s, and she just absolutely kills it. She follows her dreams. She doesn't allow things to hold her down. And of course, she goes through spells in and out. But a quote she had said was, if you are bored, you are out of alignment with your purpose. And whoever she received that quote from, thank the Lord, because nothing has ever resonated so deeply. If you are bored, you are not aligned with your purpose. Hear those words. What does that feel like inside your body? Where in your life can you witness boredom and see it as not being aligned with what you truly want to be doing? Are you working a job where you're sitting there twiddling your fingers, unhappy with the results, unhappy with the consumption of your day? Are you bored with with your schooling because you've lost that get up and go, this is what I really love to learn about? Or are you finding new ways to incorporate the new material, the ways you're learning? Are you doing different activities? Or are you doing the same? All right, read chapter, write down chapter, do vocab, next. Read chapter, write down chapter, vocab, next. And you're just going in this cycle that isn't really leading you anywhere but to boredom? (laughs) We need to always be checking in with ourselves on a day-to-day basis and realize, one, the opportunities that are always available to us. Two, the choice of allowing those opportunities to be recognized by us. So when we can notice that there's opportunity in every day, that's one thing. But when we notice that we get to choose to receive opportunity, that we get to deliberately be the ones who are consciously aware that a certain person arrived at this park that we're at and you started chatting and now you're on a subject about something with school or about with work or about with relationship and it sparks an interest in you to run with it to see what happens maybe nothing maybe something maybe it could lead you to a different opportunity in that field you're working towards maybe it could be a new client Maybe it could just be a new friend or maybe it's just another person you share conversation with and they say something to you that sparks a new thought, a new idea, a new innovation, a new creation, any kind of flowing stream. Every moment happens to lead us to exactly where we need to be. So a year ago, God, what is it? October? What was I doing last October? I was working in a coffee shop. I was going through a lot of healing, a lot of transformation. And everything that happened October 5th last year and every day in between that and now led me to exactly where I am writing this podcast or gosh, speaking this podcast. Can you tell I've only had a cup of coffee today? Thanks, Dan, he always steals the whole pot nowadays. Just kidding. 
But it has led me to this moment of speaking on a podcast that I've created over this course of finding myself, finding that inner voice, finding my freedom, really taking grasp of that, truly acknowledging that this is what I want to be doing, that this fuels me. Have I found moments where I haven't wanted to record a podcast? Have I found moments where I stopped posting as many incredible conversations on my Instagram? Have I found moments where I don't feel any kind of inspiration? Fuck yeah! Of course I have! You're a kook if you think that this shit's always pretty and it's always going fly and it's always 100% amazing. No, no, no. Psychologically, we as a species adapt better and are going to be a lot more engaged in an activity if we can see an end date. So you know those uh, real famous 21 ab blasters. Work out, get your six pack in 21 days or your money back. Well, you know, you're probably not going to get that six pack in 21 days, but are you going to increase your health over those 21 days you stay committed? Yeah, you are. Are you going to notice a difference in how you feel in your body, your mind, your confidence? Fuck yeah, because you're doing something that is different with an end goal in mind. So you're putting in all of your efforts full speed. You're not stopping. You're feeling committed. You're feeling renewed. You're feeling fresh. You're feeling energized because you're on this regiment where you see the end goal, you get to the end goal, and you feel accomplished. Whenever we make a promise to ourselves, and we do not reach that end goal, we feel let down, we feel trapped, we feel burdened, we feel defeated, we feel defensive. We start to not trust ourselves as much. If you haven't noticed, or if you aren't aware, subconsciously, that's what happens. It's human nature. We retract, we go inward, we get introverted from our own selves and we stop feeling that wild freedom because we we didn't achieve that thing that we had our mind set to. And so if you're someone who has all these ideas like me and you're finding it difficult because you leap headfirst and then you get nervous and then you feel a lack of confidence or you are afraid people aren't going to like what they see or you're afraid that you're not going to achieve or you're afraid of ABC, you let go and you stop and you pretend it never happened or you disregard that dream and then all the dreams that you saw that stemmed off of that first moment of initiating that action, it just disappeared in a blink of an eye because you let it go, because you it got too hard, because it was exactly what you asked for, but you couldn't pull your head out of your ass to see the value in your own self, to see the amazing ability 
of your own self to see that people who are interested in you are going to follow you and the people who aren't are going to leave and that's not a bad thing that is one of the best opportunities that could ever happen in your life if you do not have the energy of people who are holding you down or don't believe in you disappear and it's and it's re revamped with people who love what they see from you and they support you and they encourage you and they thank you and they feel motivated by you and they they truly get something from what you're doing that in it is enough if one person finds motivation or support or comfort or security in the words or the content or the creation or the brand or the business that you have your life if just your presence can fuel one person that is enough to keep moving forward if you're not harming anybody if you're not being negative if you're not causing harm to yourself if you're not doing anything you know illegal <laughs> that's a pretty good indication that you are on the right path if it feels good to you you're serving yourself, you're filling up your cup, and it's overflowing into other people's. Fuck what anyone else has to think about your dreams, your passions, your mission, what you are creating, what you are choosing to fill your life with. That is your job, not theirs. The more people pay attention to what is going on in your life in a negative way, the less they are attending to their garden. They are so focused on watching your garden bloom that you're planting new flowers, you're redoing the soil, maybe you're putting a really cute rock garden. Oh, you got a little succulent area in the corner. You got some nice depth in the back with some tall-ass sunflowers. They're shining all over. They're looking great. A few petunias here and there, a few lilies. Ooh, we got some contrast with colors. We got a whole array, a nice party going on because your head is in your garden and you are tending to yourself and you are making sure that your success isn't based off of others' opinions or ideas. It's based off of you and what you want to be doing and how you're refining your skills, how you are going to continue to make your garden seamless and beautiful and voluptuous and delicious to look at like mm, i just want to eat that flower give me that carnation and little rabbits are running around the birds are singing butterflies are all over those other people they got dead ass plants they got dead ass plants because they are not focused on watering their shit on putting down fertilizer they're not focused on Oh, maybe I need to get this garden a little bit, you know, a little more sun. Can I cut some trees down? Can I get away my negativity? Can I work away from my ego so that I can pay attention to what I need to pay attention to? Or will I continue to look over at So's garden and say, Wow, So's garden is banging. Now I'm jealous and I'm envious. And I want to tear her down so that she doesn't work as hard. Or she doesn't believe that her garden is cool. Well, guess what? That's life. 
That is life, and that is a part of the routine of life. That's a part of most routines that we go through day in and day out. Needless to say, your conscious creations are magnificent. And you will be successful if you can remember every day to be excited when you wake up, to wake up with a smile, maybe a few mmms and ahs and a big old stretch to the corners of your bed. You wrap your arms around your honey, you're smooching them a couple times, or you have your coffee in bed, or maybe you pet your little kitty cat or your pup. Perhaps you just snuggle up with your pillow, you meditate in bed, you do a couple stretches, and you are grateful. And you speak a couple things you're grateful for upon waking up. And then you get out of bed and you get your, your hot drink or your water. You do a little movement. Maybe you go straight to the gym. Maybe you just take a shower, get ready for work. But whatever that routine is, find the excitement. Realize that people didn't always have a toothbrush to brush their teeth with. Realize that people didn't always have a heated bathroom to take a nice morning dump in. (laughs) Realize that breakfast and coffee pots and French presses and bananas weren't always readily available for us to have to go out the door with. Remember that all of these things weren't always here. And that is enough to be grateful for. There's also the fact that everything we do in our days, it, it wasn't always like this. We weren't always so into social media. We weren't always granted this access to free networking and marketing. We weren't always granted this access to the interwebs and the vast, limitless knowledge that is out there for us to go and grab and take as our own. But... With our own research, with our own wise wisdom to back it. Not just what's on Instagram or Pinterest or Facebook. We're going in different documents and medical files and researches by universities and such. But being careful as well because you never even know what to believe these days. We're not going to get down that rabbit hole. We're going to go back to what we're talking about. But that will be what defines your success from the from those who are less successful. So today, I just want to encourage you to remember your passion. Remember why you're here. Remember what your job is. Remember that if you are bored, you are out of alignment with your purpose. And it's okay to be out of alignment. But let's get back in, shall we? This is your invitation. I'm giving you permission to tell everyone who doesn't believe in you to piss off and to set your boundaries and to do and strive for what you love because you deserve that. You deserve that. Please hear those words clear as day. We're gonna end with a nice positive affirmation. And I want you to repeat this mantra all day long. My passions are important and they lead me to success. My passions are 
important and they lead me to success. One more time for the people in the back. My passions are important and they lead me to success. Mm. Put on a little music, start dancing, get into it, get into yourself, get into what fuels you up and lights your spark and sets that flame of running. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Stay happy, stay motivated. Remember that everything incredible is already within you. You already own all of the power you need to start and to continue to grow and to continue to do and continue to manifest and then to not stress out about it, to take actions happily, gratefully, ambitiously, genuinely, lovingly, and remembering that the rest will follow into place because of how you are taking those actions. Everyone take one big inhale. Hold at the top. Gently exhale. I appreciate you. Your power is seen. Your voice is heard. And you are loved. Namaste. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Incredible Conversations. Slowly echoes throughout your car as the podcast comes to an end. Sitting there in fascination, curiosity, and solitude, the visions of how you want to superfuel your success dance along in your mind. A deep belief has awakened, and you're empowered to consciously create your life by optimizing your energy and healing from the inside out. You've subscribed to the podcast, have left your five-star review, and shared this episode with a friend because of the new intentions you've created for yourself. You have your foot on the gas, hand on the wheel, and you no longer need a GPS to know where you're going.